0: That star in San Marcos. It's a Bobcat winner and a repeat Sunbelt Conference Championship for the Bobcats. Right down the middle struck him out as the Bobcats have knocked off the top right team of the country in their house. He loves, he loves, go cats, go. Another episode of the State Sub podcast. I'm your host, Brent Freeman, and this is a very special edition of the podcast. We do this every couple of months or so. That is, ask the AD, where fans get a chance to submit questions to Athletic Director Don Coriel through social media and and uh, have the opportunity to ask him questions directly. And so, with that, you know, let's go ahead and bring him on, the Athletic Director here at Texas State, Don Coriel. And uh, right. Don, I think you know the answer to this. How are you?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we uh, could we be doing any better right now? I'm I'm not sure, right? Uh, it's about mm-hmm. as good as it gets. Uh, we're almost to uh, to bowl week, right? And I know uh, I know you're as excited as I am about mm-hmm. uh,
0: about getting to Dallas and getting this thing going. Yeah, it's awesome to be talking about football in December, you know. Yes. And it was going funny football, is going to football practices in December. Yeah, exactly right. You know, uh, you know, so football being played after Christmas. You know, we were talking not yeah. long ago about. Thanksgiving week football when South Alabama came into town and now here we are talking about Christmas time football and um, you know uh, by this usually this time of year the fall season has ended but it's not over yet uh, but Don as I look back at the fall you know another really good year for for Texas State soccer they won a tournament game and and played really well in the quarterfinals you know Bobcat volleyball uh, tremendous uh, coffers tournament run getting an at large bid into the NCAA tournament, one of four Sunbelt teams to do so. And, of course, what uh, Bob Good Football is in the middle of doing right now, this was another great fall at Texas State.
1: Yeah, it was, and, uh, you know, everybody's everybody's done really well, really proud of uh, everybody. Um, you know, you mentioned the, the volleyball team, obviously, you know, an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament, first time ever. Um, but it is sweet with football, right? We kind of talked about this, you know, and I, I think I've said this a couple of times, even when we won the Boobas Cup, you know, we want to win it with a good football program, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so to have them be able to have the year that, that they've had, and our other sports continue to do well, um, it's just made it that much more
0: special. There's yeah, something else too. I wanted to touch on Don before we get into the fan questions. You've obviously had a, a big part in the Sea Association, you know, in the recent Hall of Honor class. I was honored to MC the banquet. Uh, Drew Fucci, Bridget Foster, Hilton, a couple former track stars, Kevin Gergitis, You know, a great football player in the late 70s, you know, and Tyler Sibley, of course, you know, part of the one of the great stretches in in, uh, Bobcat baseball history, all inducted into this year's uh, T T Association Hall of Honor. That was a really great class.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, You know, they're all really good. You know, it's interesting when you look at that ballot and our board of directors have a really tough task of deciding who's going to uh, be selected each year. There's so many good representatives from, from all of our different sports. Um, I feel like every year we say, "Man, this is this is the best class." And mm-hmm. in, in some regards, almost every year it is true. Uh, but yeah, real special class. Uh, you know, I think we talked about it. You got a, a national champion in there. You know, yeah. you've got a uh, Olympic, uh, a four time Olympian, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got you know maybe the the greatest toughest baseball player we've yeah. ever had here and, and and then you talk about kevin Dragaitis, uh what was he second all time and in, mm-hmm. in yards rushed uh you know at a time when you were probably playing 10 maybe 11 games a season Mm-hmm. Um, So, so again, really outstanding, uh, outstanding student athletes and at Bobcats. It's always great to have them back on campus and recognize them for what they did as Bobcats, and also what they did, you know, since they've graduated. And uh, they're all really successful people too.
0: Yeah, it was really cool to uh, Every year, to association, you know, weekend cup falls in the final home game of the year. So not only to recognize them at uh, halftime of that game, but the game itself, Don. Yeah. you know, it's, it's on national TV. It's a chance to end the regular season with a bang. You know, and, and to do so in that fashion against a good South Alabama team, you know, w- what a way to cap off a great regular season.
1: No, I loved it. That that might have been the most enjoyable game for me of the year, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of uh, um, solidifying what we've done to be able to, uh, to get that win against South Alabama. You know, I was really proud of our Bobcat fans uh, mm-hmm. for showing up for that game. We've had other Thanksgiving Day games and uh you know i was a little concerned right you know what, what was that weekend gonna look like in terms of people in the stands and man they came they came strong uh, we had a great atmosphere and everybody got to celebrate together and really kind of um you know obviously in that home season on a really positive note mm-hmm. um and uh you know just uh kind of kind of show everybody that hey you know we're where we we're we're where we expected us to be mm-hmm. but also um you know, we're a really good football team, you know, uh, we're seven and five. And I, and I think to get that last win against South Alabama, who, uh, you know, had a great season the previous year, always plays as tough, had some really good wins, including a win at Oklahoma State. Um, I, I think it just kind of reaffirmed uh, that, hey, we're ready to go bowling.
0: Yeah. By the way, crazy little side note. Uh, in that South Alabama Texas State series, the home team has won every time. Let's just hope that that streak ends yeah, next year. That, Mobile, that is, that,
1: yeah, it's really interesting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is.
0: Yeah, so here's the whole, here's the ending that next year, in Mobile. So
1: sure, yeah, would love uh, to.
0: All right, well, Don, I get to ask you questions all the time, as we know, but again, you know, we do this with you every few months or so. So let's go ahead and fire up the questions, you know, courtesy of our fans from social media uh, across Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're going to recognize those who ask the questions and then ask the question they submitted. First one comes from uh, Texan Vet on Twitter. What were some of the biggest factors in landing at the first responder bowl versus other bowls that uh, have sunbelt tie-ins uh
1: that's that's a great question um i'll give it my best shot you know so uh espn owns the the first responders bowl and uh, i believe they own 17 other bowls and uh you know they own three of the 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 five bowl tie-ins for the the sunbelt conference and you know essentially espn is going to work with uh with the sunbelt conference they're going to work with the bowl directors to really kind of see what that best matchup is, right? Um, and I think for us, the location in Dallas um, was key, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, a great fit in my opinion for our program. Um, you know, I think some fans may think that we kind of control our own destiny, or maybe we have a choice of where we're going to go, and mm-hmm. it, it doesn't necessarily work like that. Um, you know, we kind of rely on our play on the field, right, which was, was so great to get that seventh win, right, and uh, be more appealing. Um, and then we rely on, you know, really kind of the support of the Sun Belt to make sure that, uh, that we get the best bowl and, and matchup possible for us. Um, and again, being in Dallas, you know, against a, a team from the American Conference, what an opportunity mm-hmm. for us. What a great place for, uh, for Bobcats to go to um, for their first game
0: yeah you know you attend i attend so many of these alumni association events and the base in dallas is tremendous so there's gonna be a lot of local fan support there of course fans from all over houston austin here in san Marcos, san antonio where the other alumni chapters are they're gonna pull in down 35 to get there as well you yeah. know and, and Rice should have a good showing as well so the, the environment there you know for the a day after christmas game should be really really good
1: yeah, I agree. You know, that was, uh, that was uh, you know, when you, yes, I totally agree. Uh, after mm-hmm. Christmas, you don't know, right? Is that going to affect some people's uh, some travel or people not going to be able to do it? Mm-hmm. Um, but our fans are really excited about it. Uh, they're buying tickets. Um, you know, we're selling really well. The director of the bowl there um, has been very complimentary with, uh, with us in regards to, uh, you know, how many tickets we've sold. Uh, they're excited mm-hmm. about having us, and I fully expect us to have a great crowd there
0: all right Don next question uh this comes from the Chris Farr not just any the Chris Farr on Instagram because we we know Uh, several so this is good yeah glad he specified (laughs) right um what was your initial? it's a two-part question what was your initial reaction on the bowl selection the first responders and uh what was you kind of touched upon this a little bit with South Alabama but what was your favorite memory from this season
1: uh, the kind of the initial reaction i mean and i'll go back to dallas it's like awesome right okay we're in dallas this is great you know I got the call was so excited about it um mm-hmm. the uh the kind of, the kind of the next thing was all right i need to quickly get on the phone and and make sure gj knows where we're at make sure kelly danfus knows where we're at um and then kind of the next question you know for me was uh you know, how much time do we have before, before this is public. And I think we had about 10 minutes before it was going to be released. And, you know, we, you know, this, we'd spent a lot of time over the past month trying to put things together to be ready for this moment. So we could act quickly. And I thought our staff did a great job, but when we found out, I kind of thought, man, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have an hour before, uh, you know, to to get this ready and contact everybody. And, uh, Mm -hmm. we just had to move really quickly. And then, you know, you kind of touched on this, the, uh, the other thing that did cross my mind was, okay, this is the day after Christmas. What does this mean? Right. And Mm -hmm. again, initially I thought, gosh, are are some people just not gonna be able to make it no matter how bad they want to go. And, um, you know, people from out of state, uh, but I got so many examples of of people who said, Hey, I'm coming in Christmas day. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I had to laugh and I'll talk about it. Bradley George, our our former (laughs) quarterback from LA, you know, he Mm -hmm. always told me I'm going wherever we're at first game. Doesn't matter what, well, Bradley lives, uh, Bradley lives in North Carolina outside of Charlotte and he called me he said, I'm coming. We just got our VRBO in, in in Dallas and there's going to be 10 of us and we're all celebrating Christmas there. And I just thought, man, that's awesome. And, and there's a, uh, there's, there's a hundred of those examples probably in terms of people yeah. who are um, kind of changing maybe their traditional plans to be there. We, um, you know, we got a lot of different events going on. I think the tailgates over 600 people um the christmas day event that we're going to do I say day mm-hmm. christmas evening event that we're going to do at the westin which is our host hotel um I think we've almost got like 200 people RSVP for that so uh the bobcats uh are going to celebrate the holiday season um maybe traditional maybe a little bit non-traditional mm-hmm. but a lot of them are going to do it with the bobcats and initially I thought man it, it, you know, like I said, is this going to hurt our participation a little bit from our fans? And it just hasn't. We've, we've ticket sales have been great. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just been really, really awesome to see.
0: Second part of the question, Don, again, what was your favorite memory? Sorry, from your? You I totally really t- ramble no. on
1: there. I'm pretty fired up about this bowl. <laughs> I can tell. Um, the, uh, uh, I, you know, it's been such a fun season. I got several of them. I don't know if there's mm-hmm. just one in particular you know the baylor win was was great you know we, we hadn't done anything like that right and uh you know celebrating you know afterwards with the team and uh riding, running rushing to run get down the elevator to get to the field with some of yeah. our uh staff who was up in the the coach's box <laughs> it was a lot of fun being on that elevator and celebrating you know with about 30 seconds left uh, the baylor game was great you know the uh the georgia southern win you know <laughs> the river jump seeing yeah. kelly do that and the team uh, I'll jump in. What a great memory. Uh, and, and like I said at the top of this, uh, that South Alabama game for me, gosh, that may have been, that may have been the best one for me, you know, cause again, mm-hmm. I think it just reaffirmed what we're doing to get to that seventh win. You know, we weren't just happy to be six and six and be bowl eligible. Um, and for me, that, that might've been the most enjoyable, the way we got out and kind of jumped on early and it, was, it ended up being a really good game. Right. Got closer mm-hmm. at the end and, and we separated ourselves, but, um, that, that was one that for, for whatever reason, you know, it wasn't the sixth one, it wasn't Baylor, but for me, that was the one that I think I maybe enjoyed the most, you know, at the stadium this year. All
0: right, next question comes from Twitter, courtesy of Fletcher Rutland when will texas State football get an indoor practice facility and do note that uh, the uh, south end zone uh, complex uh, uh, project is uh, very much underway now yeah, it
1: is really it is very much underway which is great to see uh the the indoor and, and i'll call it a, a practice uh, a covered practice facility right now maybe not necessarily mm-hmm. an indoor but a covered practice facility um you know we're looking at it we got a fundraise for it that's the way it's going to get done uh, we don't have all the dollars secured now uh, we got a lot of different projects that we're that we're working on. Um, it is one of our top priorities in terms of our capital projects. Um, we should get you know within the next several weeks some designs that we'll be able to share. Um, that's going to help us with our fundraising efforts, and I think we can share those with our fans at that point. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I can't give you a, a date right now. I don't know when that's going to be, um, but uh, but we're going to keep working on it, and uh, and we're going to fundraise. And, and once we kind of get what we need to get to uh, to get started, that's when we'll start.
0: All right. Uh, next question. Uh, it kind of impacts me a little bit directly here. Um, comes from SM Trip Twelve off of Twitter. I'm sure this is in the works, Don. But uh, what are the plans to increase the quality of the ESPN Plus production? Brand and team do a great job. I have to note that was actually written. I did not make that up. It's you did right put there. that in there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the image quality seems to be lacking compared to other teams' broadcasts. Uh, I mean. I'll let you jump in here
1: too. feel free to but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll just start off by saying I, I think we do a really good job with our broadcast. You know, um, we watch a lot of different games, not just our games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think we do a really good job. Um, you can always be better, right. Uh, so, you know, we'll look at, you know, during the off season, and, and we'll take input from you and our staff and our production team mm-hmm. on some things that maybe we can do better. And, and if uh know they're cost efficient then then we'll look at it um you know i know we made some adjustments this year uh i think Mm -hmm. we added uh, a new field level camera um i know we took and this was really almost directly from feedback from our fans you know we changed those uh i call them kind of like the sideline angles at the games um Mm -hmm. you know where we took our cameras from i think the roof right and moved them down to the press box to to give a better angle and a better view for our fans so Mm -hmm. you know we're definitely open to the input um we want to get better um, and so, if there's some ways that we can do that, you know, we will.
0: Sure, yeah, and just to to jump in, you know, we um um we go back and and watch uh, film for lack of a better term, like a team would to improve. We do the same thing with with our broadcast, yep. and you know, and, and yeah, like you, we 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 uh, saw and heard the fans' feedback on the um uh on the high angle at the start of the year, and we made you know uh, through through um you know good teamwork a collective effort to lower those camera angles we added some other production elements this year um we we now have kind of a wireless camera uh that that uh, in getting some better angles on the field um we did a lot to improve the audio this year um which again came from some feedback from our fans um you know we added a a score ticker in our final broadcast of the year against georgia southern with football we don't get a whole lot of opportunities you know for reps because this you know you only get Five or six home games. We were hoping to get that last one as well to continue to make some improvements. But national TV, you know, came in and, and took the broadcast, which is great for the exposure of the program. Uh, but we are always looking at ways to to improve. But as you said, you know, th- things do cost money, and, and sometimes you're just kind of tied to the budget that you have. But we're going to do everything do everything that we possibly can to continue to improve the broadcast. And the note that uh, SM Trip, you know, had there about. Um, the uh, image quality not lost on me. I've noticed the same thing as well. And and again, uh, you know, I and our production team are just going to continue to do, continue to do everything in our power to uh, improve it.
1: So great answer, Brant. Thanks for jumping in there and helping me out. I appreciate no, that. Pro-
0: no problem. I, I felt yeah. like the question was directed you a little bit more to towards the me one? than it was you. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> no man. They, hey, the rest of these are all you. Okay, the rest all right. of these are all you. No, I appreciate that, and I and
1: I appreciate the the sediment and you know the input too.
0: Sure. Yep. All right. Uh, So this, um, uh, this next question, really we're going to tie in a couple of fans questions because it it covers very similar things. Uh, The first from uh, uh, SSN underscore Texas state, the sideline Texas state account off Twitter. With the ever changing landscape in college football, is Texas state State committed to doing whatever it takes to participate at the highest level? And kind of the tie into that from Judgement five on Twitter, what is your reaction to the new subdivision proposal
1: uh yeah um so absolutely you know we're going to be committed to uh, you know competing at the highest level um you know putting our student athletes you know in the best you know position to uh to have success at that level um Mm -hmm. you know that's always going to be a goal of ours um you know in, in regards to the proposed you know modifications that are out there Um, by the NCAA, um, you know, as they kind of continue to be discussed, you know, we'll be part of that conversation. The, the Sunbelt conference is going to be part of that conversation and, um, you know, we'll act appropriately to, to changes that might be implemented, uh, you know, to really kind of help, um, create, you know, a sustainable, you know, model here for, for division one, you know, athletics, um, But, but yeah, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're here to compete, right? We're here to win. So, you know, we'll do yeah. what we need to, to do that.
0: All right. So we're, we're getting kind of uh, pairing up a couple of questions here because it covers the same topic first from Curtis Spillman on Facebook. How much of a race are we giving coach Kenny and then David Munoz on Instagram? Uh, are there plans for extensions for Coach Kenny and the assistants? We've got to keep the band together.
1: Yeah, we're we're working with Coach Kenny. Um, you know, obviously, really happy with uh, with what he was able to do in the first year. Um, mm-hmm. So we're working with him to uh, you know to keep him here. We want to be our coach for a long time. Um, you know, so we uh, we're we're there. Their plans being made. Those conversations are being had. Um, we want Coach Kenny here for the long haul. Um, we want to commit to him, and we want him to commit to us.
0: Mm-hmm. All right next one from ed dillon off of facebook is money being set aside to improve facilities for athletics and races for assistant coaches it will cost money to stay competitive in future years hopefully texas state is committed to this uh
1: in short yeah you know i mean those are those are priorities for us right you know you always want to keep good people in place we've got to continue to build facilities um is money being set aside that's kind of an an interesting way to phrase it, I guess, you know, we, we've Mm -hmm. got a, uh, you know, we, we've got a reserve here that, you know, we, we can operate out of for, for things like that. Um, you know, ideally for us, so to really kind of move the needle with what we want to do, we got to, you know, we got to find ways to increase our uh, our revenues, right? That's where we're going to see mm-hmm. our biggest swings and probably biggest differences in how we operate, um, you know, with expenses going up across the board, we got to find a way to bring in more money. Um, so we're putting a lot of effort towards that and some of the stuff that we do, even even down to the, you know, kind of those, um support our success, you know, packages that we put out yesterday, you know, those are help us to to cover some of the new expenses that, that a bowl game does bring. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, to, an- to answer the question, absolutely. Right. We're, we're going to mm-hmm. always work to have dollars to improve our facilities, to keep people here who are doing a good job. Um, but you know, a lot of that is, is, is going to be predicated upon, um, you know, how much money and support we can fundraise
0: for. hmm our right, next question from Barry Lewis Glasscock on Facebook. Will you be going with golf cart escort uh, escorting service from the game day shuttle again next year? Can't believe my friends and I didn't take a pick when you picked us up. <laughs> uh, I hope so. I I plan to be there. Uh, okay.
1: I'll still have the golf cart. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, that's funny that he, that he mentioned that. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I, again, this just kind of goes back to, we talk about it all the time just trying to have an overall really good experience for our fans and if it if, if it's something as small as me seeing somebody walk through the parking lot hop in because mm-hmm. i do it all the time you know I'm sitting there driving a car around and i got room for for three more in there most of the time hey jump on where are you going? i'll give you a lift you know we're heading the same way um so yeah that, that's funny that he says that but to me it's, it's just kind of more about being accessible, right, and yeah. um, making sure that uh, if there's a way to make if there's a way to improve our fans' experience, even if it's a little thing like that, let's do it. So, yes, I hope to be picking however many people up as possible next year.
0: <laughs> All right, this next one is part question, part uh, offer here for you, Don. When are you going to come into Razor and Whiskey for a haircut? First one is on me, and a glass of whiskey or old fashioned.
1: It's a good. It's a. It's a uh, solid uh market that's a, that's a marketing prowess right there for him to be able to get this message in during the question about his business i got to give him props right yep. got to give him props for that uh i'll take who can turn down that offer so yeah well, i'll go in there and get my haircut that's fine with me uh i'll pop in there next month
0: does he take does he
1: take walk-ins does he mention that
0: he, he does, and by the way, I forgot to mention his name, Eric Swartz Castro on Instagram. I, so I, you I look him up, Eric, Don.
1: I know who Eric is. Eric's reached out a little bit. We've, we've talked to Eric a little bit, and, I, and he does a good mm-hmm. job of uh, cutting our uh, cutting some of our stash hair and cutting some of our student-athletes' hair. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to jump in there and try and get a cut. I could probably use one right now, <laughs> maybe before the bowl game. Maybe I'll pop in there, there next you, week.
0: There you go. All right, next one uh, from Brandon Nash on Facebook. What's your favorite food after the game and, uh, notes that it should be Waterburger. It should be water burger. That, that, that's what Brandon says. Waterburger.
1: Yes. Good partner at Texas state athletics. I'll throw some Waterburger down. I got no complaints there. there. I can say it's Waterburger. You know, uh, if it's a road trip, usually what oh, yeah. we're eating afterwards is, is whatever, uh, our director of football office, James Sherman prepares mm-hmm. for, uh, for the team. We usually grab that, um, the Waterburger works is if it's after a home game, we usually get up. We're usually getting home too too late, so and you know that, right? You know, oh, yeah. uh, So I'm probably eating the next day. Maybe it's taquitos the next day while we're watching mm-hmm. replays of the game uh, at home. But sure, Waterburger, let's do it.
0: I road trip with you to Montgomery for the baseball tournament. You know, to and from the drive, and oh. I swear we, we made at least two Waterburger stops. So. <laughs> I think you're right. We did. I yeah, we I can attest to that. Yep. All right. All right, so kind of on that topic, maybe this is who you would take to Waterburger. But Russ Goble on Instagram asks if you could have dinner with three people, who would they be? Russ Goble. Yeah. Does it say where Russ Goble's from? Uh, just, uh, just the question came from Instagram.
1: That's Russ. This is Russ Goble from Cuero, Texas, I believe. And Russ, okay. Russ, Russ Goble probably wants to know who I want to eat dinner with, so he can find out where I'm eating dinner. And while I'm gone, <laughs> Russ Gogol is going to sneak into the football stadium. And he has been begging me for like a decade now to get the Tyler Arndt graphics that we have all around <laughs> the concourse so he can take them back to Cuero, Texas, because he wow. knows Tyler really well. Yeah. Russ is hilarious. He's a great guy. Um, so, yeah, Russ, I will, if I, three people, I'll make it easy on you. Uh, it'd probably just be my wife and my kids, right? son and daughter so there's my three right there i'll let you know i'll leave gate one unlocked for you and you can you can <laughs> i'll let you know where we're going when we're going to be there he can pop in there and grab that that graphic that he's been asking about for a decade
0: all right uh next Relax. one uh again this is probably more of a comment than a question but uh please do all please do all that you can to schedule in-state non-conference games playing the likes of rice north texas sam houston etc could get more exposure to the DFW and Houston alum base and media markets. That's Tom Miller from Facebook. Well, Tom, let's get let's get Rice and Dallas as soon as we can.
1: We'll make a deal for you. We'll do that on the twenty sixth. <laughs> okay. uh, uh, I, I will tell you in, in all seriousness, we try to. It, it, we've said this before, but for our non-conference games, because obviously the Sun Belt, right? You know, we're the only team in the state of Texas. So for mm-hmm. our non-conference games, we want to try and get as many Texas teams as we can. Um, mm-hmm. we talk about that with all of our sports, uh, not just football. Um, it's, it's kind of it, it's one of our scheduling philosophies, right? Um, we want to make it easy for our fans uh, to go to games, you know, um, if those games aren't at home. Um, I can tell you we've got we've got a lot of Texas teams lined up over the next few years. We got Texas, mm-hmm. we got Texas A and m. We're gonna keep the schedule going with UTSA. You know, mm-hmm. next year we're at NRG to play Sam Houston in Houston. Um, we've got North Texas with a home and home. We've got UTEP with a home and home. Um, we're going to go to TCU. Um, I'm not sure if I'm letting the cat out of the bag on some of those. I'm, I'm not positive. Some of those relate. I hadn't heard of before. Some of those. Well, there you go. Breaking news. But uh, yeah. we'll get some of that information out soon. But, uh, but for us, yeah, playing, playing as many of these Texas teams is, is – as we can is, is really important.
0: What's funny is that the last question that we have for you, it kind of pertains to that a little bit. It comes from Camron 16 on Instagram and, you know, next year, Texas state, you know, hosts UTSA and non-conference play. Can we storm the field? If we beat the Roadrunners? Uh, <laughs> I can't condone,
1: uh, storming the field. Um, uh, but uh, but you can celebrate in your own way, right? There's there's sure. we'll all, we will all find our own ways to celebrate. Um, and yeah, you know that that's that's hopefully a position that we're in. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe maybe you, uh, maybe we do the river jump or something. Who knows? But uh, yeah, but yeah, we will definitely be celebrating.
0: Yeah. Well, Don, that kind of wraps it up for for the fan questions. Any other message you have out to to Bobcat Nation is. You know, as uh, you and the athletic department of the football program get ready to embark on a historical moment here in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, we got uh, got 12 days, I think, um, mm-hmm. or whenever you post this, maybe it's tomorrow and it's 11 days. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, get get your get your bowl tickets right. Uh, it, it's really important that we show well. It's going to make us more appealing for bowls in the future. Um, mm-hmm. So get out there and, and help us. Uh, let's do it and then you know obviously don't forget about the other stuff we got going on here you know you and i are about to head out to a women's basketball game versus denver which is exciting um, mm-hmm. men's basketball is coming back i think next monday night here so uh, don't forget about those other sports that are, are going right now um, but the bowl game is special right it's different we haven't done it before um i want to break the all-time bowl attendance record you know that they've had for for that bowl i think we got a chance to do that so mm-hmm. um help us out if you haven't gotten tickets already grab them and if uh, you know some people that haven't Gotten them, convince them to go, and it'll be a great time.
0: Well, Don, good stuff. As always, appreciate uh, the transparency with you and, and the fan base here. I always enjoy these Ask the AD podcasts.
1: All right, thanks, Brian. Appreciate your time, man. I know you're busy.
0: Yep, you got it. Well, that again, uh, Athletic Director Don Coriel joining us on the State Sub Podcast, answering questions from you, the fans. That's going to wrap up this week's State Up for Don Corriel. I'm Brand Freeman, as always, reminding you to keep those stakes up, and we'll see you next time.